Good morning. This is John Murtha with Power 89.1 FM Radio coming to you from Lorain, Ohio. We are in the station this morning with our engineer, Wanda Ewing. Hello, Wanda. Good morning. My good friend and assistant, David Abood. Good morning, John. Good to and be here. It's a brand new year. Yes, it is. Happy it's a new year. Happy New Year, everybody. Cold uh, day, but nevertheless, a bright day, and a, I believe a bright year dawns before us. And we want to welcome all our listeners here this morning. If you uh, want to call in, our number here is 440-399-3044. That's 440-399-3044. And if you want to live stream us, that's www.wnzn.org. Wnzn.org. So uh, the first day, the first uh, meeting that we've had in this brand new year, 2018, I thought we would like to look and discuss the God of new beginnings. We yes. serve a God of new beginnings, and uh, he makes all things new, is what it says about Jesus in yeah. chapter 21 of the book of Revelation. And I just want to read a passage here in Joshua. Uh, this is when they had come out of Egypt. Remember, mm -hmm. they were in slavery for 400 years, and the plagues that Moses God instruct them to hit these 10 plagues that would free the people, God's people, from slavery, oppression, uh, wickedness, mm -hmm. uh, Pharaoh, and that the last plague would be the shed blood of a lamb. Mm -hmm. Who would think? Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, an innocent lamb, pure, you know, unblemished, no bones broken. And they put the blood of the lamb on the doorpost. And God says, when I go through the land, I'll see the blood and I will pass over yes. you. Yeah. And it's a perfect picture for us today because before we're in Christ, we are, we are, we are in bondage to sin. Mm. We're in darkness. We're yeah. oppressed people. But through the shed blood of the lamb, when God sees the blood applied to our lives, the spotless lamb of God, Jesus Christ, he passes over us. Yeah. And then he led his children through miracles, through the wilderness. And we pick it up here in Joshua chapter three. He's now brought them to the very edge of the promised land and they're coming across the Jordan river. And in chapter three, he says something very interesting. I don't know if you have that there. Verse 4, if you would read four. verse 4. Then you will know which way to go, since you have never been this way before. But keep a distance of about 2,000 cubits between you and the ark. Do not go near it. Okay, mm. this idea, he's getting his people ready, and he says, you have not passed this way before. Mm -hmm. See, it's just like 2018. We've not passed this way before. Mm -hmm. it's, you know, we don't know what is coming in 2018. Challenges, mm -hmm. obstacles, victories, successes, setbacks, a great joy, mm -hmm. loss, mourning, grief. We don't know. Mm -hmm. You see, but God gives instructions here. Just like he did 3,000 years ago, He, I believe he gives us instructions for a place that we're going that we've not passed before. Mm -hmm. And I want us to look this morning. Well, the very first thing he'll say in verse Five is how do we prepare for this new way? This yeah. what does he say? Verse five. Joshua told the people, "Consecrate yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do amazing things among you." Now look at this. This is yeah. very important. Here's our here's what we're supposed to do, and here's what God's going to do. Yeah. You see the division of labor here. Oh, yeah. In other words, yeah. we can't do what God's going to do, like part the Jordan River or defeat mm -hmm. these really powerful enemies like the Hittites, mm -hmm. the Canaanites. But we, what we can do in that verse is what. What does he require of us to do? Uh, consecrate ourselves. Sanctify yeah. or consecrate. Right. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And that means make ourselves righteous in yes. God's eyes. Yeah. At, at a time of a new beginning, mm -hmm. it's a time of a self-assessment. 
Okay, mm -hmm. what's my life like? What's my thought life like? What's my words like? Do I have to repent of something? Do I have to ask forgiveness? Do I have to extend forgiveness mm -hmm. to somebody? Mm -hmm. It's a time. It's a time for each one of us to examine our lives and to sanctify ourselves. Mm. It says in First Peter, sanctify the Lord God Almighty and always be ready to give an answer to everybody that asks the reason for the hope that lies within you. In other yeah. words, sanctify means by God's grace and the power of the Holy Spirit, make yourself holy or acceptable for God's use. Mm. Sanctification, even vessels that were used in the temple were what they would call sanctified. Yeah. You know, it's like growing up, your, our parents probably had certain dishes they didn't set out every day. They were set apart for a really special <laughs> occasion. See, yeah. so too in the temple, all the bowls, all the cups, everything were set apart for a special use, for God's use. So too, we as vessels mm. uh, are to, to sanctify ourselves for God's usage. Yes. And like I always, when I was teaching in Southeast yeah. Asia where people had very little Bible knowledge, I mm -hmm. would say, get the top button right. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Because if you get the top, the others, what's the first top button? Seek ye first the, the kingdom, kingdom of God and his, his righteousness. righteousness. Yes. And then all, all these, these other things, yeah. career, family, financial yes. issues. If we don't get the top button right, generally speaking, yeah. the other buttons, and that's what he's saying here, get yeah. the top button right. Yeah. And then and then do that, and what's the, what's what does God say he'll do? For tomorrow the Lord will do amazing things uh, among you. Yeah. Who's ready for 2018 to see yes. God do amazing things yes, in our lives? What do you absolutely. think, Wanda? Yes. We're talking about resolutions, <laughs> yeah. right? Well, yeah, we're just talking about new that beginnings. in the Absolutely. Yeah. I'm not big on New Year's resolution, no. but I am big on direction and mm -hmm. destination. Absolutely. Where are we headed? Yes. And this next year at this time, if we're sitting in this radio station, yes. what has changed in your life and in my life? Yes. Yeah. Have we become more Christ-like? Have right. we become more compassionate, less yes. critical, yes. more aware of God's word? Am I a different person next year? Three, you know, God's given us 365 blank pages, right? Yes. This whole new year, God yeah. willing. Yes. Yeah, but what has changed? Yeah. We've not walked this way before. But here's what God is saying. If you'll do this, mm -hmm. I'll do this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You see? Yeah. And mm -hmm. I, I, this mm -hmm. is a promise. This yes. is over 3,000. But I believe it's the same thing today. Yeah, David. Well, you know, and so abundant life through Christ in John 10, 10. Yes. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Yes. And so, you know. We Read the verse right before that. I, I don't have that one out. Oh, well, you it says. The, yeah. The enemy comes to rob, kill, and destroy. Yes. See, that's the flip side. Yeah. But in the same verse, John 10, 10. Jesus says, but I come that you might have life yeah. and life more abundantly. More abundantly. Yeah. See, life is, is salvation, mm -hmm. spiritual life. We, yeah. we get that through no merit of our own. But he wants us not to simply have salvation, as great as that is. Mm -hmm. I'm not minimizing. But he wants to walk in the abundant life. Yes. To have a victorious prayer life, to overcome sin, mm -hmm. to be people, men and women of influence, mm -hmm. that our life, both in word and deed, can lead others to Christ. Mm -hmm. They say the definition of a saint is somebody that makes God look attractive. Yes. You see? Yeah. Because we don't, God is invisible and unbelievers, they don't know God. They don't, I didn't know God, you see what I said? But when I saw God in the lives of others, there's a little story told about a little boy was with his parents and they were going through the great cathedrals of Europe and they looked at this one huge stained glass window, beautiful stained glass window. And he says to his dad, who, who are those people? And the, and, and, and the father says, well, those are the great saints of the church. Mm -hmm. And the little boy looked up. He goes, I know what a saint is. A saint is somebody who lets the light shine through. Wow. 
Ah. Oh, that's that's beautiful. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yes. That's what Jesus requires mm-hmm. us. We are vessels yeah. with a with a heavenly treasure, which is the Holy Spirit. He just wants us to shine through. Mm. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That's the new beginning, David. You, you know the challenge, John, uh, are the setbacks can enslave us. We were talking about that in the car, our failures. Uh, you know, issues that that we face during the year, they can paralyze us and not allow us to become that vessel. So how do we navigate through that? That's a very good point. Here's a very important point you bring up, David. There's many Christians that are living under the guilt of forgiven sins. Mm. They've been forgiven, Mm -hmm. but they can't can't release themselves of the guilt. God has forgiven them, but they have not forgiven themselves. That's why when I look at a snowy day like this, you know what I think of? is Isaiah chapter 1. Yes. Though your sins be as scarlet. scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. snow. Yeah. Though they be like crimson, they shall be like wool. Yeah. See, crimson and scarlet mm-hmm. were two of the deepest colors or dyes yeah. Yeah. back in the mm-hmm. two, three centuries mm-hmm. ago, uh, millennium ago. Mm-hmm. So he's saying as deep as that stain of sin is in your life, I'll make you as white as snow. Yeah. See, snow is pure because it comes down from heaven. Yeah. So I, I give you this little illustration. If you're going down the street in Lorraine and you go by a brand new Lexus dealership at a junkyard, mm-hmm. okay, and we just had two feet of snow fell the night before. Uh-huh. There's the Lexus covered in snow and there's an old junk car covered in snow. <laughs> what can you tell about the, You can't tell the value of either, okay? So I like that. It, it, so, yeah, I, I never used to like well, winter until I started walking with you, John. I'm just saying. We I look serve, at winter a different way. We serve a God of new beginnings, yeah. but part of that new beginning is to allow us to release our past. Yes. Yeah. You see, when when the yeah. when God's people were going into the into the promised land here in Joshua chapter 3, they had to release the past because mm-hmm. they always didn't behave correctly. Yes. They grumbled, they complained, they yeah. said, "We don't. maybe we should go back to Egypt. Yeah. Da, da. Well, they were forgetting what God had brought them for. Yeah. But this is a very, very important point. And when you talk about 2 Corinthians chapter yeah. 5, if yeah. you want to read that, David. Yeah, you know, and I think the, the key for this is with Christ, every day can be a new beginning. That's yeah. the key. Uh, in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, therefore, if anyone is in Christ... He is a new creation. Yes. Old things have passed away. Yeah. Behold, all things have become new. That's key. Yeah. All things have become yeah. new. Yeah. So Christianity is not about an improved life. It's not about a, a David, a Buddha, a John Martha, a Wanda 2.0, a little bit better. Mm-hmm. No, it's about a brand new yeah. creation. Yeah. Yes. You understand? It's what, a fresh what, start. It's a, why? Because we, the old person has died. Yeah. And there's a whole new. That's why Paul says, I am crucified with Christ. Mm. That means I died. Nevertheless, I live. Mm-hmm. That's, that's really a strange thing in Galatians 2.20. Yeah. But the idea being there, if we understand that we are almost like a new species, mm. a new creation. Absolutely. You understand? Mm-hmm. That's very, if you turn to Ephesians chapter 2, and then please mm. add to this. If you look at Ephesians chapter 2, it starts out by saying something very interesting in chapter, in verse 1. Look at verse 1. This is before we have this new life in Christ. Go ahead, Wanda, if you okay. have it. Okay. As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and the, of the ruler of the kingdom of the air and the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time gratifying the cravings of our sinful nature 
and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature objects of wrath, but because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in our transgressions. Okay, thank you, Anna. Yes. Do you notice this here? Paul is including himself in this. Yes. And he's probably a very holy, he's a great apostle, wow. he's a very, very holy man. But he's saying, we were Ooh. all like this. Look at our spiritual condition, just in those first three verses. Yeah. Number one, we're dead. Mm. <laughs> God said to Adam and Eve, the day you partake of the tree of the knowledge of good, you will surely die. die. Yeah. See, that's man's biggest problem. We're spiritually dead. It's not that we have to get more moral or more information or more wisdom. All those are good things. We need life. Yeah. Jesus did not die on the cross and rise from the grave to make nice people nicer. Yeah. He he died on the cross and <laughs> rose like from the that. grave to make dead people alive. Yeah. And that's why it says we were dead and then we were under the control of Satan, mm -hmm. the God of this, and then we were under the control of our own passions and fallen mind. Mm. You understand? Three strikes and you're out. Mm -hmm. yeah. You understand? Yeah. But I love this, what Wanda read, which, what it says, but God. But God. <laughs> this is the pivot. Yes. This is the swing point, you yes. see? But God, who is not just does he have mercy, but he is rich, rich in, in mercy. mercy. See, you always have to look at the adjective. It doesn't say, for God loved the world. Mm -hmm. It says, for God so, so loved, loved the world. Do you understand? This this expansion yeah. on the God's qualities. Yes. And then he... He made us alive. That was what we needed. And we yeah. needed a new life. Remember Absolutely. I said we serve the God of new beginnings? Yes. And then when you come down here, he says here in verse 10, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus. Do you see we're a new creation? Mm -hmm. yeah. Do you remember when God created Adam? He fashioned him. He breathed into him. He was his creation made in the image of God. Mm -hmm. Through the fall, or what you call original sin, we fell. Now through Christ... This tells us here that we are God's new creation, new yes. workmanship. Yes. And he's fashioning each one of us in Christ to make us more and more Christ-like. Yeah. Mm. Yep. That's why Paul always prays for believers. He says, I want to see you come into the full stature mm -hmm. of who you are to be yeah. in Christ Jesus. Hey, do you understand? Yes. And so that's where we're going with this. And so when we see that, we understand this principle of new beginnings. Yeah. Wanda, you had a comment on Oh, no, no, no. David. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I was thinking about become a blessing to others, Isaiah 43, 20. The wild animals honor me, the jackals and the owls, because I provide water in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland to give drink to my people, my chosen. Mm. Right. They, they, again, this kind yeah. of a renewing. And it's yeah. very important, I think, being this the first Saturday of this brand new year, mm -hmm. that we would look at the whole thing of uh, how can I have a new beginning? You see yeah. what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. okay. Here's what it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, okay. uh, verse 16. Okay. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, uh, verse 16. And whoever has that, if they would read it. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16. Sixteen? Uh-huh. Got it, Dave? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, therefore, we do not lose heart. Though our, outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. See the word new in there? Mm -hmm. Yeah. See? Day by day. Outward man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, we know it. We feel it. The aches, the pains. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Going to the dentist. Going to the doctor. Oh Am I right? It's, we are not getting healthier. 
day yeah. by day. You know, yeah. that's just yeah. what it is, okay? Mm -hmm. But we're, we're trying to maintain our health, don't get me wrong. But in a sense, he says here, even though the outward man, that's our physical body, is yeah. day, dying, what does he say about the inward man? We are being renewed. renewed. This remember, is good news. Remember what I yeah, said? Remember great. what I said about yeah. we're a new creation? Yes. yes. And we are, he is still creating in yes. us every day. And that word new is in there. Right. This is a very important mm -hmm. point mm -hmm. because he says, for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, works for us a more exceedingly and eternal way to glory. Therefore, we don't look at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. Yeah. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. eternal. See, he's wanting us to get this eternal perspective yeah. on the new beginning. Yes. Today's a new beginning. Yes. Today, we, we, God is doing something in each of our lives He's in terms of right. renewing us yeah. from old self. That's why it'll say in, in Romans chapter 12, don't be conformed to this world, yes. but be ye transformed, transformed by the... the renewing of your See mind. the word new? Yes. See the word new? Mm -hmm. Renewing? Yes. This whole thing of newness. Yeah. When you come to Jesus, that's why Jesus says, I'm going to give you a new commandment. New commandment. What is it? Love one another. Yeah. Yes. He says, my blood yeah. is the blood of the new covenant. covenant. New. Yeah. New. Do you understand? Yeah. A lot of people don't understand it. They, they think to be a Christian, okay, now I'm going to go to church. Now I'm going to sing in the choir. Now I'm going to quit smoking. Now I'm going to quit doing this. Well, those are good things. Don't get me wrong. But mm -hmm. the key to new life is to have the new birth. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. why he, Jesus says to a very religious, respected man by the name of Nicodemus, you must be born, born again. again. You mm -hmm. must experience that newness yeah. of life. Yeah. You know, yeah. it, it is so important. And I think so many people in my travels, mm -hmm. they think Christianity is about what I do. Absolutely. First, yeah, yeah, yeah. first comes being, then comes doing. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Most all religions are doing. They hope that it's going to affect the inner life. But the first thing with, is to be is to have Christ. That, that is the most essential thing. And that's why the Bible will clearly says, He that hath the Son hath life. Mm -hmm. He that hath not the Son shall not see life, mm -hmm. but the wrath of God is abiding on that person. Yeah. Let me give you an illustration. Uh, you go down the streets now, you see Christmas trees on the front lawn, right? right. Yeah. Okay. A Christmas tree, you take it in your house, and you cut it down, you put it in your house, you put lights on it, you put bulbs, you put a star on top, you put tinsel. It looks really pretty, right? But is that tree alive or dead? It's dead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you cut it from the you roots. You cut it from the yeah. roots. It, right. You can decorate it. Right. It looks kind of mm -hmm. nice, mm -hmm. but it's dead. Mm -hmm. This mm -hmm. is like religion. We can put lights on it. Mm -hmm. We can do this. We can not eat this. Don't eat that. Do this. Do that. We're putting lights and bulbs. But is the tree, is it alive or dead? It's dead because yeah. it's not hooked to the root. Mm -hmm. The root is Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. He's the yeah. vine. We're He's the branches. The branch. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Religion is about decorating the tree. Yeah. It looks yeah. pretty, yeah. but it gets thrown out. Yeah. yeah. You see? I like yeah. that. Well, it's, you know. Yeah. So, so the good news is that our, the main element of our Christian faith is this stretch, this fresh start, the new beginning, right, John? New mm -hmm. beginning. Yeah. I mean, th that's really the core of our faith. That's everything. Yeah. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. All things yeah. are passed away. And that's why when you see, one day, there's even going to be a new heaven and earth. Yeah. Yeah. Now that's coming. You know, when somebody says to me, they look at the suffering in the world and the injustice in the world, just everything that's going on in the world, they go, well, why doesn't God do something? Do you ever hear somebody say, mm -hmm. well, why doesn't God do something? Mm -hmm. Well, in a very real sense, 
God has done something, God is doing something, and God ultimately will do something. Okay. We're in process We're in now. Process. And the part of the thing that he is doing now is in his new creation. Yes. That's us. Yeah. And then there's coming a day and age, what we call the day of the Lord or the consummation of the ages, when he says Satan is going to be cast out. All wrongs are going to be made right. Even the lion will die, lie down with the lamb. You understand? I mean, there will be no sin. There will be no sun. Mm. We'll, we'll be in the presence of his light. All things are made new. You understand? Now, we're not there yet, mm -hmm. but we are in a place right now as believers that we're part of the solution. Mm -hmm. We're part of that new creation. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. That's why each Christian uh, really has a tremendous influence. I think beyond what we even know in yeah. the world. When we walk around, you go to work, you park your car, you go a family gathering. We have more influence than we think we have. Yeah. We are a light. We are like a candle. You can have one lit candle go into a room full, a whole room filled with unlit candles. You can light every candle, go out of the room, you lost none of your light. Wow. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is we don't know coming into 2018 what lives God wants you to touch or wanted to touch yeah. or our listeners mm -hmm. yeah. that are listening. They might think, well, what can I do? I'm retired. What can I do? I just have this little job down at the school. What can I do? Well, you can do a lot because yeah. you don't know whose lives you're touching. Mm -hmm. You know, John, um, yes, you know, in the spirit of that, I think the hard part becomes uh, when you're walking in the Lord, you sometimes still look back. You get enslaved with the things that have happened, with the mistakes that you've mm -hmm. made. And, you know, you're very strong in your walk. You know, looking at me, you know, I still fall back into those areas where I get paralyzed. And I forget the fact that every single day can be a fresh start. Mm. That we That's are renewed in Christ. And one of the things that we talked about in the car is, you know, previously, Wanda, mm -hmm. uh, I used to focus on business, business, business. Mm -hmm. These are my resolutions for the year. I'm going to look back at what I did, what I accomplished, and what I'm going to accomplish bigger and better the following year. Mm -hmm. Now I'm focused my resolutions not on working out more or increasing something with the business components, but to focus on building my faith mm. and my walk in Christ. Because if you're in that lane in the Autobahn, you will see anything that you thought you wanted. It's amazing how many things happen in your life that you never could have set up before. You never could have dreamed it could have been that great. You, you just, you won't believe uh, how incredible that walk is once you get on that path. Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know if you agree and you've yes. seen it in your own life. But even the, yeah. the things that we were sharing before we came on the air. Right. You have to see. I, oh, yeah. it's, it's very It's very clear, even to me in mm -hmm. the short time that I've known you. You have aligned your focus on building and strengthening and continuing your walk with God and God is opening doors you've mm -hmm. never seen. Yeah, we couldn't have done it, it alone. We can't, no, we, we can't, can't do, do all these, we can't so do these if things. If we just stay yeah. just like the scripture said, it's yeah. very simple. Yeah. If we just seek him and stay focused yes. on him and focus mm -hmm. on pleasing him and walking in the things and just like you were saying, sometimes you look back, but I think those things keep us grounded. Yeah. And when other people stumble mm -hmm. or fall, we can share with them as a testament and a testimony and a way of strength mm -hmm. to say, keep moving. It's mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. And we stay in him. And right. all those other things will just fall in line. Yeah. New beginning. Right. That's a good point, Wanda. Yeah. You know, Paul says this. Yeah. Brothers, I do not count myself as having apprehended. But one thing I do, yeah. forgetting those things which are behind, yeah. I reach forward to those things which are ahead. Mm -hmm. I press toward the goal of the prize 
of upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Yeah. See, if Paul yeah. didn't forget what his past life was like, yeah. what was his past life oh, like? Oh, he was a murderer. He murdered Christians. He dragged them yeah. out of, of right. homes. He, he was, was there when Stephen was stoned. Yeah. It was yeah. a religious terror. Yeah. If, that would have hindered him so bad if he just kept yeah. up. See, if we drive our cars on I-90, and all you do is look in the rearview mirror, what's going to happen? Huh. You're going to crash. We can't look in the right. rearview mirror of yeah. our life. Right. It's gone. Right. I can't change the past. No. But but by focusing mm-hmm. on an imperfect past, we can really jeopardize the future that God has planned mm-hmm. for us. Yeah, He's got a plan. Yes, he does. Well, you know, um, and so one of our old pastors, Bob Hopper, uh-huh. you know, he passed uh, Wanda. Mm. But, you know, I remember Suddenly. a quote that, uh, yeah, and he was good friends with John and I. Yeah. A quote that he said was, we might not always understand the will of God, but we can always trust in the heart of God. Yeah. And so, I, you know, I, I, think, I think that that's an important element where we're trying to figure out why God is doing stuff in yes. the world like you brought up earlier, John. Yeah, right. And... and we're going to come back after we take a, a break for some music, but I want all of us, myself, you know, it, to understand this idea of God of new beginnings, you know, mm. and God wants, this is for everybody. You know, he wants all peoples. He it says, the Bible clearly says, God is not willing that any should perish, but that all might come to repentance. Maybe there's somebody listening to us today mm. uh, that just feels, boy, you don't know what I've done. You don't know what I've been involved with. You don't understand. I tried it before. It didn't work. Yes. We serve a God of new beginnings. And we're going to pick it up on the other side of the break. But I want to give that assurance. It's not based on what we think. It's what God's word says. Absolutely. We'll come back on the flip Amen. side. Amen. Welcome back. This is John Murtha with Power 89.1 FM Radio. Coming to you from Lorain, Ohio. Our station engineer, Wanda Ewing, is here. And my good friend and assistant, David Abood. And we've been talking about... The God of New Beginnings. Yes. You know, this is our first Saturday morning in the brand new year of 2018. Absolutely. Yeah. And as we look at the scripture, you notice that God is a God of new beginnings. Even when Adam and Eve sinned, mm. he really started his new beginning of his redemptive plan. Yeah, he started when, it right away. Right yeah, away he when plan. he says to right. Eve, uh, the seed of the woman uh, will always be in tension or adversarial with the seed of the serpent. But one day, the seed of the woman will crush the head of the serpent seed, but he will bruise your heel. In yes. other words, the, 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 this one comes from the seed of the woman, which suggests virgin birth, will crush. That's, the, that's the, the, the victorious crush. But in that process, you will bruise his heel. And of course, we know that Jesus was wounded for our transgressions and he was bruised, bruised for our iniquities. Yes. Right. But he, he, at the cross, he will crush the enemy. You know, and where yeah. was Jesus crucified? Yeah. Golgotha, yeah. which is yeah. what? The place of the skull, the head. Yeah. Okay, boom. Wow. And so we see this new life right beginning, this this idea of new beginning. Yeah. And again, when you study the scriptures, we'll look at this one program about numbers in the scriptures. But the seventh day was when God rested. He starts his new plan on the eighth day. Oftentimes in scripture, the number eight is new yeah. beginnings. How many people came off Noah's Ark to start a whole new humankind, a whole new race of people? How many went on? Eight. How many came off? Eight. What mm. day did Jesus rise from the dead? Well, remember, he was buried, uh, he killed on Good Friday, Sabbath, he was in the grave. Remember, they had to go for the preparation. But it was the eighth day would have his resurrection. Eight often is new beginnings. Mm. And we'll see that all the way through the yeah. scripture when we do a whole program mm-hmm. on nothing but numbers. And it's an easy way to remember some Bible truths yeah. and doctrines. But coming back 
to this uh, new and newness. David, can you read for us in Jeremiah 31, 31, please? Yes, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel and with the people of Judah. It will not be like the covenant I made with their ancestors when I took them by the hand to lead them out of Egypt because they broke my covenant. Though I was a husband to them, declares the Lord. Okay, notice this, it's future. He says, behold, the days are coming. This is future. It says, when I will make a new covenant. See this word new again. Now remember that Moses made the covenant in the Old Testament. When yeah. he got the law, mm -hmm. Jesus says of his own body and blood, this is the blood of the new covenant. New covenant. So there's a new covenant coming, and it's for Israel. And of course, we know the church started in Israel, more specifically in the house of Judah. That's the southern kingdom. Jerusalem is located there. Not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand and I led them out of Egypt. Remember, we opened up by looking at Joshua coming out of the wilderness. Mm -hmm. yes. Old covenant involved the law, animal sacrifice, but there's a new covenant coming. And he says, look at the qualities of this new covenant. He says in verse 33, but this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days. I will put my law in their minds, minds. and in their hearts I will uh, and in their hearts and I will be their God and they shall be my people. No more will every man teach his neighbor uh, to know the Lord. They shall all know me from the least of them to the greatest. I will forgive their iniquity mm. and their sin I will remember, remember no, no more. more. Yeah, wow. See in the Old Testament yeah. the sacrifices Yes. They didn't get rid of sin. It just covered sin. Mm -hmm. But there was coming a time when God would wipe sin away completely mm -hmm. and remember it no more. And that goes to what we end up on the other side of the program before we go to break. This whole thing of if God doesn't remember our sins after they're forgiven, why should we mm -hmm. and Absolutely. live in the idea of you know, yes. under the guilt yeah. of forgiven sins? Yeah. Now, I've traveled widely. I've been involved in ministry. I know Christians... Who's, it's sad to say, but their their old life that's been forgiven is still hinders them because they have a hard time forgiving themselves. It, and, you know, John, I was thinking about this in the men's room. I do some of my best thinking in there, as my family knows, in the break. And, you know, I was thinking about that quote I said that we don't always understand the will of God, but we can trust in His in, in the heart of God. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, when you become a Christian, what I have found mm -hmm. is it's allowing me to rest at times I never would have previously mm -hmm. because I know he's in control. And we, if you trust the heart of God mm -hmm. in Jesus, mm -hmm. then you can get by, especially when life gives you the challenges that we all face. And we're all going to face them, even if we're Christians. The thing I feel bad about is for the people that are on the other side of this line right. that are new believers yeah. or are not believers yet. I was there mm -hmm. a few years ago, mm -hmm. and I know how hard it is to take that first step, to take that first step out mm -hmm. and to say, I'm going to do something different. And I'm going to try and get in the Word, and I'm going to take Jesus as my Lord and Savior. You first got to say the prayer if you don't know how to do it. But then you have to walk with people that are around you. I've been blessed with John Murtha, Wanda, Mark Ballard, the people in my life. You've got to walk with other people when you start in this. But again, I can assure you with conviction that when you walk in the path of Christ, he will allow you to rest. Yes, he will. Yeah, I agree totally. Along with, with the, the renewal. Yeah. Look, look, 
when we, when you think of a child, remember Jesus says, unless you become like a little child, not enter the kingdom. And I've been blessed just in three weeks ago to have two new little grandchildren. Yes. Uh, right. One, uh, yes. one is even named after me. You know, it's just a blessing. Mm -hmm. um, but does a little child worry about who's going to make the mortgage payment? Absolutely. Does a little baby worry about the taxes that are going to be? Does a little baby worry about the heating bill? Does I'm ready little, to go back. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying, yeah. there's a simple trust that's right. involved. Knowing that I have done nothing yes. to make myself worthy of God's acceptance. It's only through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. But once I receive that, I go from the courtroom into the living room. Yes. Too many Christians are still in the courtroom and they think they're living under probation. Yeah. Go from the courtroom into the living room and relax. Mm. Yes. There's nothing yeah. your your daughter or son or my sons and my yeah. daughters can do to make me love them more. Yeah, absolutely. Now they can they can grieve me or something like this. They yeah. don't, but I mean that wouldn't interfere with my love for them. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Any more than the father of the prodigal son. He loved his son even when he was in a far country. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. But, but it, we must go from the courtroom Absolutely. into the living room. I like room. that, John. Yeah. Yeah. See, the, yeah. the gavel has been yeah. put down, mm -hmm. forgiven. Jesus says, it is finished. You know, he said to the good thief on the cross, you know, he didn't say, someday, maybe, could be, he says, this day, you'll be with me Absolutely. in paradise. Yeah. You know, he, it is yeah. irreversible. He couldn't yeah. do one good work, the, yeah. the thief. Yeah. You know why? Because his hands were nailed. What I'm saying is, to me, what, one thing we have to grow, I mean, we all have to grow this year, is understanding God's grace. Yes. Uh, and the older I get as a believer, I'm, amazing grace is, is really something we should focus on. And to realize what we've got, we didn't earn. No you know, way. It, it's been undeserved, unearned. Yeah. But having received it, then we have an obligation to share. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's just so amazing to hear you talk. And when the Lord forgives us, it is sealed. Just like you said, the gavel has been hit and it's irreversible. There is no, I forgive you. Oh, I take it back. Uh -uh. No. He has forgiven you and it is done. And we have to learn how to forgive ourselves. And so that we can walk in the freedom that he that is rightfully ours. He gave it to us. He As a child. Us to. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's uh, You know, you, you, when you look at Luke chapter 15 of the prodigal son, mm -hmm. he rehearses what he's going to say. He knows he's mm -hmm. done wrong. He's taken, and he says, I'm going to go back and I'm going to say to my father, Father, I have sinned against you and against heaven. Make me a servant. You see, but when he comes to the father... He says, I've sinned against you and against heaven. Mm -hmm. And the father accepts that. He's, it's a repentant attitude. But he will not let him say, make me a servant. Yeah. You know why? His basis of, of, of acceptance was not based on his works, Absolutely. but was based on the love and the grace of the father. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he just didn't accept him yeah. back. He gave him a ring, a robe, a fatted calf, a festival, fellowship, music. Makes you wonder why the kid left the home in the first place. Absolutely. But what I'm getting at is, we have life and life more abundantly. abundantly. Yeah. Now, what if he just sat in the corner and always said, I can't believe what I did. I went to a far country. I spent all my inheritance. I wrecked the family name. Absolutely. He would have never enjoyed right. what the Father right. freely gave him. And that's mm -hmm. another form of bondage. Yes, exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Exactly right. And we really, what we're saying is the blood of Jesus wasn't sufficient yeah. to cover all of my oh, sins. Yeah. You know, he did all this, but I can't let him. You know, there's a famous illustration given. 
of this guy was hitchhiking. He had a heavy sack on his back. He was going from the farm into town, mm -hmm. and he's, it's a hot day, and, he's, and, he, and he finally, his truck pulls up, a pickup truck, he says, get in the back. And so he's in the back, and, and the driver is driving, he looks back, and the guy's still carrying his heavy sack. He goes, why don't you set the sack down on the ground? He's on the, on the truck bed. And he says, well, I didn't want to impose on your graciousness. You picked me up, but I thought I'd still <laughs> carry the sack on my back. But like isn't that, that like us? Yeah. Is, yes. is it? Well, yes. it, John, you know, I think one of the things, and, you know, uh, I've been blessed to be able to walk next to you and watch you. And I know sometimes when I tell you my challenges during the week, you start to smile because you have you have been able to exercise your faith muscle mm. and you have Boy, seen it over yes. time where you know you have seen God come into your life and do things that were not humanly possible and I'm starting to see that now Wanda is mm -hmm. starting to see yes. that now yep. but we really have to spend that time and, and let God show us how that faith muscle can work mm -hmm. and once you get in the groove with that you know I, I always remember the movie Sin of a Woman okay. where Al Pacino is you know is blind and he uh -huh. wants to drive that convertible uh -huh. so you have the passenger in the car and this is me <laughs> all the time you got a blind guy driving <laughs> your car a convertible in busy roads that's what you got to do with God mm -hmm. you got to give him the steering wheel mm -hmm. and you got to sit there in the passenger seat close your eyes and just know it's going to be okay yeah well, you know, yeah. he, he's brought That's us this far. Part. Yeah, well, yeah. 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 And to add to what Dave just said, my com my upbringing was nothing but rules. Don't do this. Oh, Don't I do see. that. Uh, Don't do this. Yeah. Don't do that. God is not pleased. God is not pleased. Uh, God is going to do this. God is going to do this. And so much time was spent on what didn't please God. To we, mm -hmm. you didn't give us what does please uh, him. That's yeah. a good and, point. And we would live. I love the Lord, mm -hmm. and I'm like, am I pleasing you, Lord? Because mm -hmm. all you would hear were the negatives. And to hear this teaching today is just, it's just life yeah. to me. Because I was, I was, it was just that don't, 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 don't. And we, yes, there are there are rules and standards that you have sure. to live by. But the Lord is a loving God. Yeah, he right. loves us. Right. He wants the best for us. He wants us to enjoy the abundance. You bring out a very good point. You know, in Islam, Islam means submission. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I have good conversations with Muslims, and they want to know, what does God require of me? Yeah. My diet, my position in prayer, how many times I pray. Yeah. Servant, servant. Yeah. But the relationship with the God of the Bible is not servanthood, it's sonship. Yeah. There's a big relationship between the servant and the son. And so we don't understand this freedom. That's why Paul says, I preach Christ and him crucified. He was telling his audience what he was for, mm -hmm. not what he was against. Mm -hmm. And this is something we Christians have to learn because an unbelieving world will say, you Christians are too judgmental mm. and you're too critical. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, whether it's true or not, but if that's the message they're coming through, we're not telling them what we're for. Absolutely. We're telling them what we're against. Yes. Yes. Jesus says, come and follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. Yeah. You don't clean a fish before you catch it. Absolutely, yes. The guy's problem is not that he's smoking dope, not that he's in the problem. Those are issues, right? But until he comes to Christ, those are those are side issues. Those yes. are the symptoms of a yes. fallen nature. Uh, First, catch the fish. Don't yes. tell them what we're against. Tell yes. them what we're for. Yes, yes. The love of God. And, yes. And just like going back to the prodigal son, just like you were saying, it's not servant, it's sonship. And the very, the father just said, just come back to me. I'll take care of you. I'll, and that's why he said, get the robe, get the fatty cap, yeah, give yeah. him the ring. This is a sonship. 
we you don't have to come back and say, okay, I'll I'll mop the floor and yeah, I'll yeah, sweep right. the ground. No, the Lord said, I love you. Yeah. This this is all everything I have is yours. Yeah, that's a good point because after you realize that loving mm-hmm. grace, you will become a servant. Absolutely. Then you want to serve Him. Your motivation yeah. is love. Yeah. Okay, Lord, what can I do for you? What can I? What can I you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Then you want to learn and you want to be submissive to yeah. it. But without that's such a fine distinction. And in, this is true in Christianity today that if we think, okay, I do this, I don't do that, I do this, I don't do that, we fail to understand the relationship. Yeah. That's why Paul uh, Peter says in Second Peter chapter three verse eighteen, the last thing he ever says, really, it's the last verse. He says, grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. When you grow in that, uh, you become the person Christ wants you to be. Right. That's why I always say, if you study the life of Paul, his goal in life, he was, I, I've been a missionary, his, and we study Paul, mm-hmm. his, his strategy, his methods, everything to this day. Mm-hmm. His greatest thing was not, uh, I'm going to now go to Spain, I'm going to go here, I'm going to go there. His greatest goal in life was to know Christ. He repeats that time and again. He says, I want to know Christ. I want to know the power of his resurrection, the fellowship. I want to know. And at the end of his life, he'll say this. I know whom I believe and I'm persuaded. So I believe that the greater he took care of his depth and relationship with Jesus Christ, the more Jesus took care of the width of his ministry. Oh, yeah. And too many of us get so caught up in the work of the Lord, we forget the Lord of the work. Yes. And then. That's well said, John. And then. We, we get so caught up in that and you you get so bogged down with the rules and the regs and the bylaws and all the different stuff. You don't show the best you for Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. To others. Yeah. Because you're, you're so bogged down with the check yeah. the checklist. Yeah. You know? And the world's got yeah. enough of that. Okay. <laughs> no kidding. You know, they'll say, hey, whatever you're selling, I'm not buying it because i got enough trouble. You know, but it, if you show, yeah. it, here's the deal. Jesus says, I come to give you life and life more abundant. He says, I'm going to give you joy and speak. I'm going to give you peace, not as the world give you peace. If you have a, a really joyful person, think of your own life. A really joyful person, a really person that's at peace, a, a person that has real purpose and direction, mm-hmm. that's attractive. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Is Even when I was not a believer, I was attracted to people yeah. that had real genuine joy yes. or peace yeah. or a sense of purpose yes. or direction. Mm-hmm. And yeah. see, those are fruits of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And as we become more Christ-like, mm-hmm. we're displaying the fruits yeah. of the Holy Spirit, yeah. which yeah. really is the personality of Christ, love, joy, peace, long-suffering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And always remember this, fruit was not meant for the tree that bears it. Yeah. Fruit was meant for those that look at it, see it, smell it, and they take it. You mm. see, but it contained with any and any piece of fruit is what a seed. Yeah, and that's why that's how you're going to reach people for Christ. They see something about your life, they want to know more about it. They carry it away. Yeah. With and and John, I think that's where the enemy comes in because what you said is so counterintuitive, where you're trying to get your life and you're trying to get into that equilibrium, yes. that that peace-centered state. Yeah. And when once you get into that, you realize how relieving it is. And how it allows you to rest. Yes. You know, just this week we had some issues uh, that I was dealing with, and you know, uh, my wife and I prayed, and mm-hmm. and we we went through that quote again. We might not understand the will of God, but we trust the heart of God. Yes. And there was this calming force. I don't know if it was the Holy Spirit or whatever it was, but then it allows you to go into the next day and face whatever it is. And and I can't articulate that any better then you have to go through the walk yourself 
you have to do this yourself and you have to trust in the Lord. That's why I brought up that sin of a woman visual. I'm a visual creature, yeah. but I wanted the listeners to understand what it's going to entail, which is being not in control. Yeah. yeah. No, I, you're, you're right. I mean, in the sense that the more we're sensitive to the Holy Spirit and the leading of the Holy yeah. Spirit, He guides us through His Word and, yes. and through conviction yeah. and he can guide us each mm -hmm. step and particularly through fellowship mm -hmm. and that's why church is so important um community yes uh, because when you go to church you're putting yourself in a place a worshipful community of brothers and sisters in christ and you go there number one to work upward is to worship yeah. god mm -hmm. um and then then around us uh, we want to be discipled. Yes. We want to hear what the yes. God... It, it yeah. could even come from a conversation. You have somebody in the foyer or mm -hmm. over coffee. But then you want to be able to go outward yeah. in, to reach a community. Mm -hmm. that We're a community within a larger community. And so when we understand that, that God is equipping us day by day to be more effective. And we don't know how many days we have on this planet. Yeah. you know, But we do have a, a amount of days to glorify God. That's end of story. Yeah, we want to glorify God in 2018. Yes. Yeah, and, and I'm just glad uh, right now, John, that I was able to to come into the Lord before I perished. Mm -hmm. You know, when you take a look at Moses, wasn't he in his 80s when the fiery bush occurred? Exactly. And right. he was called to lead the Israelis out of Egypt in his 80s. And talk about new beginnings. That was the first covenant, right? The renewal of the covenant with yeah. Abraham. What did he do? Yeah. I, well, look at Abraham. Yeah. He lied. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He went to Egypt. He told his wife, "Say you're my half sister." Look at yeah. Moses. He yeah. killed a man. Mm -hmm. He was a runaway fugitive. Yeah. You know, look at Jacob. He was yeah. a cheat. He was a liar. He yeah. stole his birthright yeah. from his brother. Yeah. David. David. Adulterer, liar, yeah. murderer, cons yeah. conspiracy. Yeah. yeah. On and on to yeah. Peter. Denied. But we serve a God of new beginnings. Yeah. There's hope for us when you the, go through that. Yeah, there's always hope. <laughs> These are the greats of the Bible. <laughs> no, it, it bring, hope springs eternal. Yes. God's mercies are new. Every, every morning. morning. Don't you think they'd be new every year? Yes. As we start this new year. year. And, and I think we have to think direction and we yeah. think destination. Yeah. It, you know, now, John, uh, we've been going to bed before the bell or before the, uh, the light drops in New York. Oh, because, on New Year's Eve. Yeah, because it doesn't matter anymore. Mm -hmm. Especially, it's not the renewal of the end of the year and the start of the new at midnight every single day. Any part of the day, people you can be renewed like this. And I think that's what, what, what this show is all about today, to stress to the people out yes. there listening. Yeah. Yeah, and any exactly time right. of the day, any day any is a renewal. Day. This is the any. day. Yeah. And if you don't, and maybe we have listeners, uh, we only have a couple minutes yes. left, maybe there's some listeners out there today that have never committed their life to Christ, mm -hmm. that are really not sure what this born-again experience or to have this new life in Christ. Mm -hmm. But I would urge you to... To seek it out, you know, we're surrounded by really good churches. You know, yeah. you have this radio station, you have radio. Yeah. There's so many resources available. But understand the simplicity of just the willingness to say, Lord, I'm a sinner. Mm -hmm. I need a Savior. Yeah. I don't understand it all, but by faith I accept right. Jesus Christ as my Lord and Lord Savior. Savior. A whole new life enters. A whole new world really mm -hmm. opens up before you. And this is really what the what the, the new beginning is all about. Yeah. It is the greatest new beginning. I, I preached a sermon on this last week, and I said, you know, I'm blessed in so many ways, family and travel. I have all, just incredible blessings in my life by God's grace. But the biggest blessing of all forever 
1975, the summer of 1970, when I accepted Jesus Christ as my mm. Lord and Savior. Amen. Hands down. Yeah. Because why? A little assembly line worker from Ford explained to me in simplicity the Christmas story. For God, the greatest person in the universe, so loved the greatest emotion, the world, that he gave his own, the greatest gift, he gave his only begotten son, the greatest gift of all, that whosoever, that's that's everybody, my buddy says, who's, 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 who is that, whosoever? Uh, whosoever, he says, no, that's you, that means you, <laughs> whosoever, uh, should not, per but, but believing upon him, the mm -hmm. simplest thing in terms of access, mm -hmm. should not perish the greatest threat should not perish which means eternal separation but have everlasting life yeah. and he says there's a christmas gift there john mm. with your name on it and you've been walking past it for 27 years mm. sometimes you walk over it it's got your name on it now yeah. you got a choice today do you want to receive everlasting life or do you want to be eternally separated from god i mm. said let me think i want to have everlasting <laughs> life <laughs> The Bible says in John chapter 1, verse 12, to as many as received him, that is to say, to take the gift, open it up, he, to them he gave the power, the privilege to become a child of God. Absolutely. And my life was changed forever. And what a gift it is. Amen. It was it. Amen. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Amen. You see, it, yeah. it keeps yeah. on giving. Yeah. And I would urge our listenership again, there's a Christmas gift for you. Yeah. You know, this. that's why I always like the fact that Christmas comes before New Year. Yeah. Because Christmas is about Emmanuel, yes. God with us. Mm -hmm. and, and New Year's is a new beginning. And if you've got Emmanuel in your life, he says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. You know, men will forsake us, will they not? Yes. They'll let us down. Maybe we let people down. Yeah. I, but Jesus says, I will yes. never yeah. leave you nor forsake you. And so as we go into 2018... You know, I, th I think it's good to reflect on these promises yeah. of God that he's with us, you yes. know, well, even yes. when we don't think he's he's yeah. with us. Uh, when, you, when you don't feel God's presence in your life, go to the promise of God's word. Because yes. feelings come and feelings go, yes. do they not? Mm -hmm. But the word of God, Jesus says, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word, word. shall endure forever. Absolutely. The best-selling book this Christmas season was the Bible. Hmm. The most translated book in the world is the Bible. The most loved book, the most hated book, the most believed book, the most misbelieved book, fill in the blank. The Bible still stands supreme hmm. because Jesus' word is true. Heaven and earth will pass away. His word will endure forever. Yeah, we'll go one day. Yeah. God's word is eternal. It's an eternal word, God. And, you know, John, God doesn't look in the past. Even it started in the garden. He didn't look in the past. He didn't dwell on it. He immediately came up with a plan to renew us. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think, you know, we have to follow in his way. Yeah. This is, and again, yeah. this is the year. This is the year this of new beginnings. Yeah. And uh, what more can we say? You know, the whole newness. If you just did a self-study on the use of the word new in, in the New Testament, mm -hmm. where Jesus, a new commandment I give you, okay, love one another. Jesus says, how do you put new wine? into old wineskins. You can't. This is new wine. This is a new thing. He says, this is the new covenant given in my blood. And he says, because of that, I'm going to give you a new and living way how to come into the very presence of God. Yeah. Okay, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Yeah. Yeah. Our minds are being renewed day yeah. by day. Inner man is being changed. So all this newness, you know, we need, we, you know, in the consumer world, you know, marketers are really good because they know that word new will catch your attention. <laughs> yes. New, yes. improved, you know. Yes. But this is the new life, you know, and as we close this program, maybe David, you might have a, a closing prayer, but Wanda, do you have any closing thoughts toward the audience before just, we close? Yes, just take this brand new era, the newness that's in the air and just walk in it. Forgive yourself. The Lord has forgiven you and he loves you and go after God 
without re, without apology and watch how he works in your life. Amen. Amen. Very good. Mother. And, and I, before you close, David, I would like to say to all our audience, we appreciate you tuning in on yes, Saturday mornings. And uh, please call us. Please get connected. We have some special guests coming up in the new year, some different special programming. And really, the whole purpose of this show is that we all might grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to strengthen believers and to help unbelievers to come to know him. Amen. Uh, uh, I'll close in prayer. Heavenly Father, as we look into the new year, help us keep the most important thing in our life, you. The main thing in our life. After all is said and done, you remain forever. Yes. Amen. 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 Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Wanda. Awesome. Happy New Year. Happy New Bless. Year.